Good morning and welcome to the Day Fox Home Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas, president of Day Fox Design Build Remodelers right here in Columbus, Ohio. And I've got with me, of course, Jamie, our radio personality. Right? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Jamie Broslavsky is our marketing director and radio personality. And <laughs> she does give autographs if you can never track her down. <laughs> right? Jamie? Gary loves to have his picture taken if you see him out. <laughs> I'd love to have my Two picture Two can play taken. this game, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's get back to the radio show now. All right. All right. Well, uh, we enjoy having all of you guys listen, and we like hearing from all of our listeners. Some, some of you will email us, and that email address is info at davefox.com. So if you ever want to shoot us a little line or ask Jamie for an autograph or whatever you want, <laughs> info at davefox.com. And, of course, our website is davefox.com. That's right. Which I always get a kick when I say that because I remember years ago when websites first came around mm -hmm. when you were probably a little teeny child. <laughs> um, <clears throat> our first name was DFCon, like DayFoxConstruction.com. Oh, wow. So DFCON.com. <laughs> Who wants to be referred to as a con, right? It was M, C O M. Or, or oh C O N yeah yeah con but you know I think of like pro and con yeah That's it was a con yeah especially after I remember so I was instrumental in creating our first website believe it or not this is way back in the dark ages yeah of the internet and I remember going to a uh, of course all, everybody now was starting to train on how to make a website and mm -hmm. how important it is blah 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 so I remember going to this session and I was telling the lady what, <laughs> what our website name was and she said oh my gosh that's terrible she said at least make a Dave Fox remodeling and they'll just spell it all out if you can't because we couldn't get DaveFox.com it was already taken way back then wow and uh, there's a number of Dave Foxes around yeah so it's funny she's so what did we change we changed it to DaveFoxRemodeling.com that's a lot of stuff to type out yeah. So eventually, uh, I purchased the DaveFox.com. Had to pay money for it. Mm -hmm. It was well worth it. So it's so simple now, just DaveFox.com. Yeah, mm -hmm. I know. Anyways. It's funny. It makes me think of one of the branding classes I took in college. They had us create our own like brand identity yeah. with our names. And we had to come up with like a logo for it and like a whole brand identity around our, our names. Mm -hmm. And... I was, this was my super senior year of college, my fifth year of college, my extra lap around the block. And um, so I was... Did you flunk your first year? Is that why you... No, I to... transferred and not everything transferred <laughs> okay. anyway. My parents were thrilled about it. But nonetheless, I was in my fifth year. I had just a couple classes to take, but we were, I was already engaged. So I knew I was getting married. So they mm -hmm. told me to use my going to be last name, which mm. is Brzezlowski. Yeah. And my professor goes, that's terrible last name. He's like, you should change it. I'm like, well, I haven't even gotten it yet. Uh, He's like, well, you should at least shorten it. He's like, no one's going to hire you with that last name. I was like, <laughs> I thought that was so funny, though. So He was yeah. wrong, wasn't he? He was well, just flat out wrong. He did. He had me shorten it and uh, for the sake for of the branding. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it was Bray. But oh, okay. Which, anyway, All just right. remind me of that, but... So we here you are now identity. branding the Dave Fox name. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's a much better name, apparently. <laughs> yep. How would you like to be branding DFCON? 
I would not. No, I would change I, that. I believe it. So I appreciate that he said mm-hmm. I should change Pretzlovsky. I don't necessarily <laughs> disagree with him. <laughs> My husband did. <laughs> okay. All right. So today we have kind of an interesting topic. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be kind of taking a peek behind the scenes, okay. behind the curtain. Everybody likes to see behind I the know, scenes. I know, right? A little behind the scenes action of Dave Fox. And I don't know, you know, we don't see behind the curtains of other contractors similar to us or not, but... This is well, kind of how... I do in my peer group. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. Yes, we do have a peer group that we see behind the scenes of those remodelers. But I don't share any of that stuff with you guys, right? Yes, of course. No, I do too. <laughs> Kidding. Um, but nonetheless, as far as Central Ohio remodeling companies, this is how we run our kind of behind the scenes process and mm-hmm. what we do um, for the course of our projects and. Not only the general process that you can find on our website as far as A, B, C, D, but kind of the the bullet points in between, you yeah. know, the one, two, three, fours in between, and all that goes into each project and how many meetings go into each project and all the checks and balances of what we're doing and producing and ordering and everything like that. And so I just think this would be kind of an interesting topic um, if you are thinking about doing a remodeling project and you are thinking about hiring a professional contractor to do the project, you know, having a, a larger understanding of all the behind the scenes work um, kind of makes you realize why doing a remodeling project with someone such as ourselves, a mm-hmm. big company like us, Dave Fox, um, versus a guy in a truck. Yeah. You know, there's different services for different needs Mm -hmm. um and the service that we provide is that full scale full scope remodeling project that does require all these kind of extra touches and meetings and checks and balances and things behind the scenes that we do that you're not going to get with a guy in a truck who might just be doing a pull and replace bathroom and Mm -hmm. it's just him or her and she's you know, ordering, all, doing every part of it. You mm-hmm. know, they're not going to require as many meetings. Um, yeah. You know, it's like funny, that. Jamie, as you're talking about that, I'm picturing, because I was that guy in the truck 40 <laughs> years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it was me and one other guy. Uh, was my, when I, well, actually me and my partner, Terry, we started many, many years ago. So we were the guy in, with the pickup truck. And I yeah. still remember that first pickup truck it was orange it was a chevy pickup i was so was proud. that part of your brand i was so proud this was in the 70s right yeah. early 70s when we were putting orange countertops in oh my god so orange was a cool color yeah <clears throat> but um we didn't have any meetings then because everything was in our head right yeah. it was just the two of us yeah and literally everything was just done yeah because it was all in our head but now i look at our company now where we have over 80 employees Mm -hmm. and um it's just such a different picture yeah you know it is and you know and it's a different process and a different service really even though they're both Mm -hmm. remodeling it really is a different service Um, oh if i i think back of some of the things i did before i knew better learning in the school of hard knocks i can't oh my gosh i can't believe some of the things i did back then yeah so now i was not a professional company 40 years ago Mm -hmm. but over 40 years we have a very highly polished professional business yeah so 
That's what yeah. comes from 40 years being in the school of hard knocks. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I know. And, you know, I think, too, the other difference is where, you know, most people have kind of one specialty or one thing that they really excel yeah. at. And when you're having, you know, a guy in a truck, so to speak, do every piece of that, do the accounting piece, do all the different pieces that maybe they're not excelling at, um, is one way of doing it. But then, you know, when you go to a larger company like ours, we have somebody specializing in every mm -hmm. point of your project. Yeah. Um, even someone specializing in the ordering of the parts for your project, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so the specialization and the customization that we can accommodate is therefore a lot greater because we have all these people so dedicated to this one piece of the puzzle for your project. Mm -hmm. Um, instead of just looking at a full puzzle. Yep. So that is kind of what our topic is going to be on today. Yeah. So, so, yeah, when I think back, you know, I had my strong points and I definitely had my weak points. So <laughs> my business back then had a lot of gaps in it, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> like some things were good, some things were, whoa. <clears throat> <clears throat> but, <clears throat> you know, that's just, I guess, part of life. Yeah. And uh, that's the way it is. Yeah, so we're going to have fun talking about really some of the behind-the-scenes things that we do to prepare for projects and to keep them going. We'll be right back. So today on the show, Jamie, the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show, we're talking about behind-the-scenes meetings and things that we do that clients don't see. So there's plenty that they do see, right? All We have plenty of meetings with clients yes. and at the job mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But primarily today we're talking about what clients don't typically see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and the other thing that I think is interesting is, <clears throat> you know, our clients that are repeat clients, which mm -hmm. we have a really large group of those individuals that are a repeat, what we call a repeat client, uh, they know exactly what to expect, you know, and they actually tend to enjoy the process a little bit more. I think of it as like having a baby. Your first baby, you're like trying to figure out how to keep the thing alive. Yeah. The second baby, you really get to enjoy the process a little bit more mm -hmm. because you're not so worried about keeping it alive. Well, and the first baby, you're like, ultra cautious about everything everything right? like yeah. every germ every minuscule yeah. little thing let me tell you by the third one you're like it's probably <laughs> breathing it's fine yeah. <laughs> you know? um but then it's kind of like that with remodeling your first remodel you're very cautious about everything you're very worried about everything the trust isn't as deep things like that as when you do a repeat project your trust is already built you know exactly what to expect you've learned from last time um, kind of how you handle a remodel, things mm -hmm. like that. So the second time is always going to be more fluid um, and things of that nature. So, but when you first do it and you don't know what to expect and you've never lived through a remodel, um, this is kind of, I guess, what to expect uh, or as much as we can share. You, mm. No one's going to know your experience until you live it um, and how you handle living through mm -hmm. a remodel mm -hmm. until you live through it. But as far as our process, you know, we get various, um, we get contacted a lot. We get phone calls, web forms. We have a contact form on our website people fill out. Uh, we have a chat function on our website. People will contact us through that. And then, of course, all the different social media platforms as well. Um, once those contacts come in, we have a dedicated person to just, just those contacts. They are... Their whole job is to make sure that everybody that contacts us is getting contacted back, mm -hmm. um, which I think is really important. You know, so many times we'll call someone back and they'll say, oh my gosh, you're the only person to call us back. 
Yeah. Um, and it's hard to keep yeah. up with. So, Jamie, you wrote the script for that job description, and what do we call that person? We call that a client concierge. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I did. I, you know, I feel like me doing all the marketing to get everybody to call us, mm-hmm. we also had to do our due diligence to call them back yeah. <laughs> and make sure that we were doing that. And we've always done a pretty good job at that. But as we've gotten bigger and as the demand for remodeling got bigger, it really became kind of crucial. I know. When something fell through the cracks, there were so many cracks you couldn't right? <laughs> monitor at all. So you got to have somebody watching all those cracks. Yes, yes. So um, that's kind of where our process starts is, mm-hmm. you know, you'll get contacted by your client concierge and, you know, she really sets the tone for the project, explains yeah you know, what the steps are going to look like in, in a broad sense. Um, if, if it's a, you know, we'll call it quote unquote normal enough project that we can give you kind of a budget range for it over the phone. We Mm -hmm. will even do that just to make sure that expectation up front is set. Um, and then we schedule a design consultant to come out to your home and take a look at the project and give you more realistic Mm -hmm. budget ranges, Mm -hmm. um, at that time. And then typically in that initial consultation, um, we actually are getting retained for our services right then and there. And so when I retained for our services, it's retaining us to do the design work on their project and develop an actual quote. Yeah. Um, and so with that, you know, retainer, that's kind of taking the next step of joining our little Dave Fox family. Mm-hmm. And you, an interior designer then also joins your team as well. And they'll come back out and do what we call a photo measure. And it's a really important part of the project um, and the process when we're taking those detailed measurements of the existing space and also taking all the photographs of the existing space. And this part's always so funny to me because I have to remind our design consultants and our interior designers to take before pictures. Because mm-hmm. they're not there to take before pictures you know, in their head. They're there to get all the details they need to design a space that's going to fit into this existing space. I mean, so all those measurements are so crucial and all the stuff in it. So they're taking pictures of every vent, every light switch, every, you know, doorway, window, all the framing for each one, all these really detailed pictures that I and marketing, quite frankly, don't care about. I'm like, yeah. please take a before picture. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, one of the very crucial things uh, that is done behind the scenes is the as-built drawings. Yes. So our drafts person goes out on that meeting as well. That's right. And uh, the drafts person is going to go look at the site, help measure it, get familiar with it because... He or she is creating the as-built drawing. So in other words, the way your house is now, we're going to put that in our computer CAD system. And that is the single most important drawing we ever make. Mm-hmm. Do you know why? I mean, because it has if, to be right. <laughs> if any dimension is wrong yeah. there, it gets duplicated down the line. So once the as-built's done, then the designers get involved. They take that as-built drawing. They start designing from it. And if a wall's four inches off or something, we got big problems because that just gets, you know, magnified compounded, yeah. and compounded down as more drawings are made off of it. So that's why that's so crucial to have a very accurate as-built drawing. Yeah, especially when you think of it in the sense of trying to fit, if it's a kitchen, trying to fit cabinetry into a space mm-hmm. between two windows or whatever. If that dimension is wrong and you yeah. order cabinetry based on that, yeah. And, you know, typically when you're ordering cabinetry, you're trying to get some sort of symmetry somewhere. I could just throw the, a wrench in the whole thing. Yep. 
So yes, it's a very crucial meeting, that photo measure. Um, and again, you'll have an interior designer there, your design consultant is there, and then of course one of our drafters um, are there as well. Mm-hmm. And um, it can be a few hours, this meeting, um, and we do like for the homeowner to be present. The interior designer also can come and see your home and get a sense for your taste, talk to you about maybe some inspiration you've been thinking of. Mm-hmm. Um, so even before that photo measure meeting, it's really helpful if a consumer does their own, a little bit of their own research, just to get a sense of their own style, of what mm-hmm. they like, what they don't like, you know, maybe the color of the kitchen they want, the type of materials that they're interested in. Um, some people have no idea, and some people are really specific. Yeah. You know, I know I want quarter sewn oak cabinetry. I yeah. know I want quartz counter, you know. Yeah, it's funny. You're, I remember a couple of days ago, I was visiting a job site and uh, we were talking about some kind of application for a flooring. <clears throat> so <clears throat> Faith was one of our interior designers and this is like the fourth project we've done with this client. Yeah. So we were kind of talking about it and, and the homeowner said, Whatever Faith says, whatever Faith says, she said, he said, 99.9% is going to be whatever Faith says. So yeah. <laughs> they've just learned to trust her through, and this is the fourth project. And yeah. It's like, she knows what we want. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. I know. It's funny because even I've learned that through like designing our trade show booths, you know, I'll ask the interior yeah. designers for help and I'm like, whatever you pick is fine. We'll just, I trust you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, the trust is a big deal. Um, and this is kind of the starting point of that trust between the interior designer and the homeowner. Mm-hmm. Um, it's their first time meeting, first time talking about materials. Um, and it's a it's a really good time to kind of lay it all on the interior designer as far as what you what your dreams are, what you're not okay with, what you mm-hmm. are okay with, that kind of thing. Yeah, so behind the scenes then, the interior designer is going to be, uh, it's fun to watch them go through the showroom, pick tile samples and stuff and put lay them out on a table or a countertop and kind of just take one away and put another one there. So they spend a lot of time in the showroom just pulling samples together Mm -hmm. for that first presentation meeting. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the other thing, too, that's interesting about these photo measures is they're also taking photographs of what is in the cabinetry so that they can account for what needs stored when they're designing the space. And, you know, they might find a food processor or a, one of those really large blenders or um, Cuisinart type things. Mm-hmm. And they'll ask how often it's used, you know, mm-hmm. how, where do you want this accommodated in a pantry or it, do you want it readily available in the kitchen for daily use? Yeah. So it's a really important meeting and it's really going to set the tone for the project. Yeah. Yeah. Big appliances inside cabinets, like the big ice cream maker that my wife just bought. It's really <laughs> cool. Okay. We'll be right back. And we're back, the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. So today, Jamie and I are talking about behind-the-scenes things going on on remodeling projects. Yes. So we've got meetings, we have events, uh, tasks to do. We talked about the uh, initial, you know, visit to the job site. Mm -hmm. And we send out, uh, well, first then we engage in a design agreement with the person. Yep. And then we do a follow-up meeting where we, it's, we call it a photo measure. Mm-hmm. And there the interior designer comes, the design consultant comes, and also our drafts person who's making that so important as-built drawing. That's right. So he or she is out there measuring everything along with uh, the designers. And mm-hmm. then we're 
going back and where we have from there, Jamie. Well, so then our drafter starts creating that as-built yeah. plan. And then once that's complete, um, our interior designer and our design consultant kind of work in tandem to start designing the new space. Yeah. And depending on what type of space that is, um, one of them kind of maybe takes the lead a little bit more than the other. Yeah. So the design consultant, if it's a room addition, mm -hmm. uh, our design consultants are going to be designing that space, laying out the, the walls. Mm-hmm in the floor space. Yeah. Okay, if this project includes a bathroom or a kitchen, which many of them do, then the interior designer is gonna get that same, or the, the drawing that the design consultant finishes. Yes. So the design consultant creates off of the as-built plan, then that plan goes to the interior designer, and then they create the cabinet layouts, uh, shower, mm -hmm. you know, sinks, location, all that stuff. Yeah, and during this, part of the process is really, to me, what defines the difference of a design build firm. Um, because what we're doing that is so different than, you know, let's say what an architect would do. Because up till this point, very similar to an architect that's gonna be designing for you, except for one key piece, the budget. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a budget is pretty important to a lot of people. And while our designers are designing, they also, they all of them have two monitors and usually on that other monitor, they're kind of watching and playing around with the budget to make sure that they're trying to, you know, stay within the budget parameters that were discussed mm -hmm. as much as possible. And so if it was discussed that, you know, oh, I would love to get rid of these windows or I would love to add a whole wall of windows here, you know, or I've always imagined, you know, a little a bump out bay window, whatever the case is, whatever they kind of said their dreamland thing is, as the design consultants um, and the interior designers are trying to make some of those dreams happen, they're also looking at the budget. And they might see that that option, you know, would really enhance the kitchen space. However, it is gonna put them outside of budget. So sometimes what they'll do is actually make that like an a la carte option, mm -hmm. you know, something that if you did do this bay window, this is, you know, the extra that that would be. If yeah. you don't do it, this is how it would be. And this is how the design would look. Yeah. So it's a very much a full cohesive design process. And there's a lot of times that the they're meeting between each other, between the interior designer and the design consultant. And they're also meeting with, you know, their management team, um, their sales manager, their the production managers, especially for structural changes, mm -hmm. and kind of talking about making sure they're not, um, that they're accounting for everything that yeah. would go into that. You know, today with all the materials and uh, items that are involved in remodeling projects, there's so much to take into consideration. In an earlier segment, Jimmy, you were talking about the specialization. Mm -hmm. So we've got a company, yeah, with 80 plus employees and with all different, um, backgrounds and experiences and training. So we can get into some projects that are like intensively structural mm -hmm. or structurally intensive. And our design consultants know a fair amount about that, but they're going to be going to like one of our structural people to talk about now, if I want to add space here, what's that going to involve and is it possible and all that kind of stuff. So we do have a lot of just uh, inner office communication mm -hmm. on issues like that, you know, just comparing notes and combining our years of experience together and mm -hmm. all of our diff different experiences that we have to get really the, the final end result. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and again, they're, you know, kind of keeping that client wish list in mind as they're designing of like checking all the the boxes really of mm-hmm. the things that they said were most important to them and making sure we can fit those in there within budget and then maybe doing the dream options a la carte and things like that. But it's really all encompassing of designing a space specifically for these homeowners and how they live in the home and how they want to live in the home Mm -hmm. and accommodating all of their specific needs. So, you know, you know, a production home builder kind of prints the same plan over and over again. Maybe they'll make a walk-in closet, a bathroom once Mm -hmm. in a while, but that's about the modifications. Whereas Mm -hmm. what we're doing, every single design starts from scratch. And customly uh, a lot of tailored <laughs> for our clients. Yeah. Yes, custom tailored. That's right. Okay, so man, this uh, we have so much to talk about with behind the scenes. We haven't even scratched the surface yet. We really haven't. So are we going to jump to the in-house meeting, which was what we were going to talk about in segment one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's kind of, you're right. Let's jump forward. So we we're, did all the design. The project has sold. You've mm-hmm. signed the contract. You've mm-hmm. agreed on a floor plan. We've made some modifications maybe. But you're moving forward We've full set steam ahead. a start date range. Yes. Right? We don't give an exact date. We yes. give kind of a range. Yeah. Okay. So now we're coming up, um, I guess, behind the scenes now, permit drawings have been done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, and approved. Uh, we've. Yeah, and yeah, we've, we've special ordered, ordered anything, the cabinets, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff has been done. And You've had all gosh, your selections The cabinet meetings. orders, what happens behind the scenes there is amazing because there's cabinets are so intricate. Mm-hmm. And that's where also measurements are so critical and cabinet design and layout. And if you have like a French door refrigerator, when you open the door, is it going to hit a wall or mm-hmm. is it going to be up so tight against the wall you can't totally open the door? Or are you going to be able to pull the drawers out when you open the door? Mm-hmm. And there's so many ways to get caught in a kitchen design. So the interior designer is going to lay that all out. And then the, uh, Michelle, the interior design manager, is going to review that drawing too. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we'll even go to some of the production people, project manager or something, if there's something really out of the usual. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess there's so much that happens behind the scenes. But anyways, we're going to jump to that in-house meeting. Yeah. Which is a really critical meeting because up to this stage, we've had the design consultant working through creating the estimate doing some design work if there were wall changes Mm -hmm. or a room addition. Then we've had the interior designer busy working, laying out the kitchen, laying out the bathroom. Uh, They've had meetings with the homeowners, showing them what they're selecting. So Mm -hmm. the homeowner has gone through a selection process and selected all of the items that they want. So now uh, we've got... A new member to the team. A new member to the team, the project manager. Yes, and... And a very crucial member to to the team, of course. And so this is kind of our, we call it an in-house meeting. It's really a download meeting. And so the design consultant, the interior designer are downloading all the information, all the intellectual property they've learned about you, the client, the homeowner, the project, the design, the important factors, everything like that and getting the project manager in the loop mm-hmm. and um, kind of aware of everything. He's the one that's going to make it happen. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, they'll go over everything from, you know, uh, if they know a refrigerator that they got is going to be on back order and not here or things mm-hmm. like that. They kind of they talk about all those little 
hiccups, potential hiccups, things to be aware of. Hey, I know they're going on vacation July 4th weekend, so let's make sure we accommodate for that in Mm -hmm. any way we can. Anything like any tidbit of information they've picked up along the way. This is kind of that download meeting um, in the design. If there's like a specific element, the interior designer really wants to make sure, hey, I want this tile, you know, running all the way to the wall make sure it's sent, whatever the case is, mm-hmm. the, any detail that they've come up with, they're pinpointing on it in yeah. this meeting. Yeah, there's so many details involved, and there have been so many meetings with the clients up to this point. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back to Dave Hawkshaw Remodeling Show, and Jamie and I are trying to figure out how to get all of this behind-the-scenes stuff done in one radio episode, and I don't think we're going to do it, Jamie. Yeah, I don't know that we're going to make it. <laughs> I think we have to make a part two of this. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll kind of go back to that section we skipped and then pick up where we left off with this in-house meeting, maybe. Yeah. But, um, yes, we left off talking about the in-house meeting, which mm-hmm. is the download meeting from the design consultant and interior designer bringing in the project manager in the loop and everything. Yeah, because up to this point, there's been numerous meetings with the clients between mm-hmm. the design consultant and interior designer. Yes. And a lot of times they're meeting together, uh, those two and in the clients. And uh, there's so many things that have been discussed and so many things to cover mm-hmm. and so many items have been selected and discussions about maybe certain needs in the household. Maybe the, the cat makes, you know, the cat can't get outside. Uh, maybe there's small children. Um, there's so many things that are discussed yeah. that are important and all that information has to be transferred to the project manager. Mm-hmm. So the project manager comes into this meeting and before he does, he's reviewing the plans. He's reviewing all the specifications, um, trying to get as much information as he can before the meeting, just to be, you know, kind of aware of what the project is and how, yeah. How large it is. And And any questions they want to clarify, things like that. Mm -hmm. Things to consider, evaluate any extended lead times of maybe they know a specific sub is, you know, really backed up and kind of talk about that. Whatever the case is, this is kind of where they talk about all that information, um, any special circumstances. And, you know, you mentioned the, the clients and we do, we talk about kind of the clients, the home circumstances, Mm -hmm. you know, this homeowner works from home they're going to be home all the time mm-hmm. uh be mindful of x y and z we talk about even just like the the property you know where to park your cars they prefer us not to park in the driveway they mm-hmm. prefer us you know this street you can only park on this side mm-hmm. kind of everything about that um, they're going to say now they don't like texts you need to call them or mm-hmm. they're going to say they like to text don't call them right <laughs> yeah all of that kind of information mm-hmm. we go over um uh, and then, of course, really dive in deep on the floor plans and the specifications for the project. Yeah. Now, the project manager in this meeting, we we tell them you've got to have your radar up because, uh, you know, I'm involved in the project manager meetings that we have every couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to encourage the guys when you go into this in-house meeting, it's so critical for you to put your finger on anything out of the ordinary or unusual. So. Uh, we want them to be proactively asking, you know, if they if something's different or something's unusual. And if the design consultant or interior designer forget to mention it or if it needs more clarification, because the PM is the one that needs to interpret it and, and he produces it. 
Yes. So he's got his radar up at this meeting. It's so crucial for him to understand everything that's being said, all the drawings. And if he has any questions about it, that's the time for him to get those questions out. Yeah, absolutely. And so this meeting, again, we call just the in-house meeting. It is just with our internal team members. Mm -hmm. Um, Then following that meeting, we schedule what's called an on-site meeting. And this one includes all those same individuals, the design consultant, the interior designer, and the project manager, but it's held at the client's home and with the clients. Um, And so again, equally as crucial because now they're hearing from the client any key key points that they feel are important to them, Mm -hmm. going over a lot of questions. And this is really when the job's main kind of ownership gets handed over to the project manager. The client meets the project manager for for the first time and that is now going to be their direct contact for almost everything um, mm-hmm. as far as the day-to-day construction in their home. Um, so they're going to confirm all of the contact information, how they want to be contacted. They're going to learn about the client and family more. They're going to discuss kind of the dust protection and what that's going to look like in their home, where they're going to put tarp walls up, where there's going to be floor protection. You know, what door do they want us to use as our access point um, every day? Where do you want us to put the dumpster? Um, How long the dumpster is going to be there? Things like that to consider. Uh, Yard signs we bring up at this meeting and talk about, you know, we prefer for clients to have a yard sign. It's really helpful for subcontractors, deliveries, anything of that nature to find the job site um, and talk about where that yard sign can go. Anything like that, we talk about, um, you know, using the garage for storage of any tools, um, or like when the cabinetry gets delivered. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really talk about a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot to digest in this meeting. Yeah, <clears throat> so that's the on-site, and the clients are involved in that. So, mm-hmm. um, um, yeah. We'll oh, to- we also present the bar chart at this meeting. Yeah, um, which is for Scared. anyone type A, it's their favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a nice little schedule that kind of shows, okay, if you're, this is the 10 weeks of your project, let's say this is how it's all going to lay out. This is the order it's all going to go. And of course, wrenches get thrown in and things get shaken up. But yeah. for right now, you know, if everything goes according to plan, this is how it's going to go and what week things are going to yeah. happen. So in terms of behind the scenes, the project manager has put that bar chart together. Yeah. So he's reviewed the jobs and the specs, and he's created this schedule. We call it a bar chart or a Gantt chart. Mm-hmm. And that's available online as well. Yes. So the, the clients can monitor that. But the project manager has gone through and put that whole thing together. He's listed where, when all the draws are due, when all the different trades are taking place. And so it really is the whole scope of the project, all piece by piece, what it all takes, what it takes to put the whole thing together. And that's available online so the clients can watch that. And uh, when things happen, which they always do on every project, Mm -hmm. uh, if something gets bumped for uh, something that didn't arrive on time or a subcontractor is delayed a little bit, Mm -hmm. then the schedules changes yeah. and the homeowner can just pull it up online and see any changes that have taken place 
Um, And we also send out, you know, a weekly update um, mm -hmm. to the clients as well and kind of look at about three weeks out of saying, okay, as of right now, the next three weeks, this is what it's looking like. As of right now, this is what it's looking like kind of a thing. So definitely the project manager is someone you're going to be in kind of constant communication with. Um, Your design consultant and your interior designer are still very much involved in the project. They'll be stopping out at the home. Um and having additional meetings throughout the course of the project as well, which we might have to save all of those meetings for a different episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yep. But, so in terms of the behind the scenes, what the client doesn't see is in prepping for, and usually the first meeting is what we call the electrical QC. Mm-hmm. QC standing for quality control. So there's a lot of prep work done there too. Yeah. So... And one of uh, this kind of developed over time with us because that became such a crucial meeting, you know, when people, Jamie, come in and look at their new space. Uh, It's one thing to look at all the electric outlets and switches and stuff on paper. But Mm -hmm. when you're actually standing in the space, it looks different. Yeah, absolutely. So you get different ideas. So that's why this meeting is so crucial. So our project manager is going to spend time laying the walls up. There's going to be bare studs up in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. He's going to make marks on all studs where different fixtures, devices are going to go. And we'll talk about lighting. And we'll have little circles on the floor where the can lights go. Yeah. So it's a good uh, time for the homeowner to visualize the electric part of the project. But all this work is done before we call the homeowner in for that meeting. Yeah. So this has been fun. Yeah, the, you know, the behind-the-scenes stuff, I guess, is a lot more involved than, <laughs> and it's going to take more of a radio show than one radio show to get it yeah. all done. But uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in so much to our shows. We've been doing this for a while. Uh, we're going to invite you to our website, stayfox.com. You can contact us by emailing info at daifox.com, and we will be back the next Sunday morning at 8.